Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. I'm using my headset today because typically when I don't use my headset, I feel like I'm screaming at everybody. So good morning to Instagram and of course to those listening via the podcast and watching via YouTube. It is 6.52 in the morning, so I'm actually a little bit behind my own schedule this morning, but I had a phenomenal podcast with uh, the Lux Libra, Dr. Giovanni, last night about the eight levels of self-care. That video is available right now on YouTube. I got to see what else I have to do to get it uploaded to the podcast. But there was another topic that I have been meaning all week to go over. Well, it's Tuesday, so all week is... um, it feels like it's like Wednesday or Thursday for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a topic that I went over my second to the last video about the importance of choosing an S-Corp election or any type, some type of tax election federally for your LLC. And I was actually shocked by how many people don't know um what that means and didn't know that they needed to be doing that, didn't know how much money it may have been costing them or saving them to not do that. So I'm going to go line by line over the form 2553, which is what I brought up in my second to the last YouTube video on S-Corporations. And on Instagram, I made the statement that the IRS does not care about your LLC. For federal purposes and tax purposes, the IRS does not give a damn about your LLC. So a lot of people go and they incorporate an LLC, they get the EIN number, and they feel like, I'm a boss, I'm in business. No, because... As a plain LLC, you're going to be taxed as a sole proprietorship. Sole proprietorship is just where you take your your person, your social security number. You might file for EIN number, but you are completely paying 100% self-employment tax on every dollar that you earn. So y'all are out here letting LegalZoom and all these different people non-lawyers or it doesn't have to be a lawyer just somebody that's educated on properly forming a business y'all letting these people set up your businesses and you're failing to file the proper forms on a federal level you're filing at the state level to get the business incorporated but you don't realize at the federal level for tax purposes you need to fill out certain forms to make sure that you are um in compliance for one, and that you're taxed at the proper rate. So those of you who are watching me do this on Instagram, you're not going to be able to see because I'm going to share my screen. You're not going to be able to see the actual form. I'm going to go line by line through the form. So what you're going to need to do is go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe. It's not going to be available immediately. So I welcome you to continue watching from Instagram, but I encourage you to go over to my um, YouTube channel, or even you can listen to it on the podcast. I'll get it uploaded. I'll put that information down in the comment section as soon as I have 
a moment to do so. So let's jump right in. I'm going to start sharing my screen over on YouTube land. YouTube land, hello, good morning. I need you to like, share, subscribe, sign up for notifications, helping me get to my thousand subscribers. We're almost there, you guys. And my 4,000 viewership hours. So if you support me, like, share, and subscribe. If you like my information, like, share, and subscribe. If you, if you don't like me, but you, you, you watch all my videos, you might as well just go ahead and subscribe. Tell, they might as well just go ahead and still subscribe. Um, dislike the, I don't care. React, any reaction, whether you're commenting, disliking, whatever, it's still a reaction. So it gets counted um, into the algorithm ultimately. So rather than you sitting out there in social media space, yes, I did just prop my lashes up a bit, honey, because I woke up. All I could give y'all was a little bit of lip gloss. And I actually like don't have anything on. Like I love. I have my lighting and it makes me look like I'm all made up for the day. So I'm going to stay like this all day and I have to get my baby up and get working. So let me just stop rambling and talking about I'm mentally planning my day out with y'all as we go. But anyway, form 2553, IRS form 2553. Let me share my screen. And I'm going to go directly to the website. Let's pull this down. Because I'm, I'm actually, I'm shocked that a lot of people don't know this. But, hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to share some game with you. So, why are y'all telling me to drag it to another screen? All right, cool. All right, so Form 2553 is five pages long. The first page just tells you that the form begins on the next page, but it tells you based on state where you can fax your form to or where you can mail your form to. So that's page number one. Page number two, part one of the election. This is if you are electing S corporation tax status for your LLC. As I mentioned before, the Fed, the IRS, when you form an LLC and get your EIN number, they will treat you as a sole proprietor and tax you accordingly. Okay. So you have to go and fill out special forms, whether you want to, you can, some people want to do C corporation. I won't go real deep into that video as to in this video as to you know my opinions on C corps. We're stick, we're sticking to S corporations. Um, people don't know that they need to fill out this form, basically. So twenty five fifty three. This is the election by a small business corporation under Section thirteen sixty two of the IRS Code or Internal Revenue Code. All right. And this includes those who are late filers. So if this is information that you are just now 
finding out about is you're not too late. There are things that you can do to avoid penalty. Um, but typically, once you decide in a tax year that you want your business to be taxed as an S corporation, you have two months and 15 days or 75 days from the time, from the beginning of the year. So around March 15th, well, March 15th, to go ahead and make this election for that calendar year. Otherwise, if you wait until now, we're in August and make this election, um, you may be subject to penalties and it may be beneficial for you to just wait until the beginning of next year to make this election. You can still fill out the form and you can put on the form when you want that date to go into effect, that election to go into effect. So let's go through part one. Part one is your election information. Part one of Form 2553, those that are coming in, we're talking about Form 2553, um, IRS Form 2553, which allows your business to be taxed as an S corporation. Um, the first section is just filling out your business information. So your name, address, EIN number, the date that you incorporated, the state you incorporated in. You're also going to... If you drop down to section E, when is this election to be active for the tax year? As I just stated, you have 75 days from the decision to elect to be an S corporation, tax as an S corporation, to make this election and get it in. Otherwise, you're subject, subject to penalties. It also depends if you drop down to F of the um, form, it goes according to calendar year or your company's fiscal calendar. For example, one of my clients that I have a business to business or court to court contract with, their fiscal calendar actually starts on like December 27th and ends on December 31st. But it's not January. A typical calendar year is January 1 to 1231 of whatever year. So you have several options for how you want to want your tax year to be selected. One thing that I will advise you is that if you opt for, say, option three and four, 52, 52, three week year ending reference to the month of December or 52, 53 year um, week year ending with reference to the month of blah, blah, blah. When you get into those, you can end up with an automatic damn near $6,000 um, penalty. It is not something that you have to write a check for right away, but it counts against you on your taxes. So I would recommend just following um, a calendar year, January 1st to December 31st, or a fiscal year calendar that's that's somewhat in line, you know, with a little bit of deviation. Like I said, one of my clients, I get paid according to their fiscal calendar as a consultant with my con company being contracted with them. And so what that essentially means for me is that my company gets paid 30 days after the work is done. There is no biweekly paycheck or any of that. They cut my company a check for the month and it is my responsibility 
to make sure that taxes are taken out of it, that my owner's draw, which is my salary, is taken out of that. And we're going to talk about the S corporation and um, kind of the loophole that a lot of people use with S corporations and the salary part of it. I mean, it's part of the tax code. They haven't changed it yet. And yeah, there are some people who get upset and say, oh, you didn't, you didn't take out enough of a salary, but y'all haven't outlined how much of a salary to take. So if I say the problem is that some business owners choose not to take a salary and guess what? They cannot be taxed self-employment tax. They just pay that 15.3%, which is the, the standard S corporation tax on um, revenues and business income to the S corporation, which can then be offset by write-offs. I mean, there are people who go in November and December before the fiscal year is up and they buy a whole bunch of equipment, file their taxes the next year and they take that stuff back. And that way that offsets, I'm not telling you guys to do that. I'm just saying, um, and they, that's one way of writing off a lot of what you're owed. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But just going down the form, an S corporation is designed for companies who have less than 100 shareholders. Keep in mind for an S corporation that a um, good morning, good morning. It's hard for me to read the comments from here and do over here. So if I'm, if I'm not speaking to y'all last night, I wasn't really able to see the comments. So some of you guys spoke to me last night. I apologize or not. Like I just can't read all the comments and talk about what I need to talk about. Um, S corporations are typically for those individuals who have less than 100 shareholders. What people don't know is that a family counts as one shareholder or can count as one shareholder. So you're going to, if it literally says in section G, if more than 100 shareholders are listed for item J, see page two, check this box if treating members of a family as one shareholder results in no more than 100 shareholders. And there's a way to test that and check that box. But for the most part, I am speaking on my single member LLCs, all right? When you get into multi-member LLCs, those are taxed as partnerships. Um, you still need to make the election and designation, but more than likely, there's still going to be less than 100 of you. A lot of people try to go for the C corporation, and it's like two of them in their company, and I don't... I, I don't, it's not that I, I want anybody to play small. I believe in playing where you are. And if you're a small business, there's almost no reason for you to be elected C-Corp status because you end up facing what's called double taxation. And the tax rate for a C-Corporation is 21% compared to 15.3% for an S-Corporation. So you have these people out here telling you, oh, yes, you got to do a C-Corporation because that makes you look more legit. I'm not trying to look anything. I'm trying to look like what I am so that when all my paperwork goes in, I'm not um, 
getting audited and telling people my company made five million dollars and has 150 employees and blah, I'm, I'm not doing all that. I'm going to keep it legit with my paperwork. So I am an S corporation. I have less than 100 employees. I'm a single member entity. I'm cool with that. So then we go down to H and it says for you to give the name and title of the officer or legal representative with whom the IRS may call for information. So if you're a single member corporation, that's you, or it can be your accountant or your tax lawyer. Because one thing that I want to say as a disclaimer, I am not an accountant. I am not a tax lawyer. I do get my information from my accountant who is also a tax lawyer, but I am not one. So this information that I'm giving you is for educational purposes. You need to consult your own professionals. And in section H of form 2553, you can list your attorney or your tax preparer or your tax, um, your, um, your tax attorney, your accountant, your tax preparer. And then we go into I. I says, if this S corporation election is being filed late, this is this is where I say you can still file. If it is being filed late, I declare that I had a reasonable cause, reasonable cause, which is subjective, for not filing Form 2553 timely. So I'll give you a reasonable cause. You might have started your business and you did not have income into the business yet. So there was no reason for you to elect S-Corp status because you didn't have payroll and revenue, but now you started making money and now you're going to be doing owner's draws. Um, so you wanted to change that status. That's a reasonable reason that the IRS will recognize. They can, they can reject it as well, but for the most part, the IRS just wants to know, okay, it is August. Why are you just now making that election? Well, you know, one good reason due to COVID our business was not operational. And this is an example. Our business was not operational, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But now we have began earning and I want those earnings to be taxed appropriately. So they give you about a paragraph to write that all out. I do say, um, keep it brief. Don't I, I don't believe in giving people too much be, that can come up in court later. So keep it brief. Don't write your whole life story about how your dog died and you just didn't, you know, don't don't make it look like you were not on. Uh, you were unaware of this election. All right. Let's see. Let me try to answer. Bio says people that what exactly do you do? This is here. Let me let me because you you're new here right now. I am talking about. S corporation. 2553 form of the IRS. I'm not on here having conversation. I'm giving information. So hold your questions for later because that, that's not what we're doing right now. You're being a distraction and I will block you. Okay. Thank you. Now, because some of y'all get in people's comments and lives and don't know how to, how to basic house, housekeeping and how to act. You see me going through a whole, I'm not, I'm not here to have a conversation. If you want to know what I do, you click on that link. If there's a link, 
And it tells you a lot of what I do. I do a lot of damn things. And you see where you fit in with those and how we can connect. That's 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 proper housekeeping when you step into my house and you're talking to me. Okay. Thank you. Now, once you have made the statement on the S Corporation about why you're filing late, then you're going to sign off and a signature of any officer if it's not you. Again, I'm talking about a single member um, corporation. So listen, I understand you're curious. I just told you there's a link in my bio. Yes, I am a serious businesswoman and you shouldn't interrupt serious businesswomen because I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you on your live. I would check out your bio. You said you found some information in my bio. There's also a link there. So I would go and go a little bit further. And there's also a space to connect with me privately. There are DMs. So I would absolutely, you know, address you. If I feel you're a serious business person, I'm going to approach you that way and respect what you're doing and not be a distraction. All right. Thank you. Now, signature of an officer with the title. If you're a single member corporation, most likely that's going to be you. Then you get to the next part where it's the election information. They want you to list the name and address of every shareholder. They want you to give that person's consent statement, which is just a signature that everybody within your S corporation consents to this this S corp election. The date, L asks you for the stock owned or percentage ownership. If you are a single member LLC, most likely that's gonna be 100%. Date acquired. Date acquired is when did your business open? If you weren't always a part of the business and you were brought in as a partner, that's going to be the date that you either bought the business or bought into the business. Then M, they do take the social security numbers of every shareholder. So remember in the beginning, I stated that you're going to give your EIN number in section one relating to the business. Well, every shareholder has to also give their social security number and the shareholder's tax year. When does your tax year end? I advise for every shareholder's tax year to end in line with the company. You don't have one person going according to the fiscal calendar, another person going according to calendar year, another person saying, well, my birthday, I'm I'm, I'm an Aquarius and my birthday is in February, so I'm going to start my year in February. No, everybody stay on the same page there. Um, then you get into selection of the fiscal tax year. That's more information you can select whether you are a new corporation adopting the tax year entered in part F that we already talked about or an existing operation that is retaining the tax information from part F. Because typically once you make this election, it's permanent. Um, But if you go back and let's just take this as an example, if you go back and decide for some reason that you no longer want to be taxed as an S corporation, you can't reelect S corporation for like five more years. Keep that in mind. So make sure that this is definitely what you want to be doing. 
um, or number three, an existing corporation that is changing to the tax to the tax year ended entered in item F. All right, so you look at your business and see where you fall there. Um, P just talks about natural business year versus ownership tax year. There's information to read and decide if that applies to you. Um, trying to get to because some of this is not going to apply to your single member corporation. There's actually, that's the section I want. Part three talks about a qualified subchapter S, a QSST trust election. And that's where you're, you name the beneficiary of your income, their social, the trust name, and EIN number. There is there are some reasons to do that, that that are beyond the scope of this particular live and this particular video. But let's get down to part four, where it talks about the late corporate classification election representations. So you want to read this carefully if you're falling outside of the deadline to file for that calendar year. Or like I said before, you can just wait and have that election go into effect the next calendar year. It doesn't matter. For example, one of my S corporations, Care Dynamics, was started in 2013, but I didn't know this and I didn't immediately set my business up as a S corporation tax status federal level election. But that does not make me late because it was filed back in 2013. It just means that I needed to wait until the calendar year in which I wanted to make the election. And I needed to make that election by March 15th of whatever year that was. I don't even remember at this point. And I still have to go in this year. I think I might be late on that. I'll file a reason why. But Billion Dollar Brain LLC, um, I have not made their S status election, excellent S election yet. So this is something to consider. So this is, on, I've gone through the entire thing. This is only four pages. It's very simple. But the things that I want to make sure that I hit upon, which are, I won't get deep into C corporations, but the main difference between an S corporation and a C corporation is that with an S corporation, you don't have a corporate tax, okay? C corporations have what's called double taxation. They're paying corporate tax. They're paying taxes at the corporate level and they're paying taxes on each shareholder at 21%. So if your business isn't over 100 shareholders, you're not going public. So you're not going to be listed on any on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, you're not planning to sell shares of your business. Like I, I understand people's vision, go big, go big, go big, but why cost yourself money when it's not necessary right now? Because you can always go back and make the decision to become a C corporation if you become this multinational conglomerate. Every Fortune 500 company for the most part most part is a C corporation, but let's keep it real. Most of us are not Fortune 500 companies yet. And it is very ambitious to aim for that, but that's not what you are yet. 
So stay in your lane and save yourself some money. And there are people who will disagree with me. That's their business. Um, I'm just trying to make sure that my tax bill looks right because I have been in a situation where I filed everything, number one, as a straight W-2 employee. And I made a decent amount of money that year. I didn't have... I didn't bother with write-offs. Like I was just ready to file my taxes and get it done. And I ended up with a $18,000 tax bill on dead, dead ass, $18,000. So I said, never again. So let's talk about why I learned and started doing S corporation status. So if I can get my whiteboard up for... We're not even going to go into all that. I was going to draw a little picture and everything. Y'all know I like to draw pictures. So with an S corporation, I mentioned that you are only going to be taxed. Self-employment tax is taxed 100% on everything you own or earn as a sole proprietor. But with an S corporation, you take what's called an owner's draw which is where you write a check from the company to yourself as your salary. Some people recommend 50% of the company's earnings, but there are some people who do not take a salary and guess what that saves them? That saves them self-employment tax, right? So there is controversy and and Congress is trying to figure out how to combat that because they say, oh, that's taking advantage of the system. The system is what it is. So if somebody chooses to take the liberty of that loophole, why not? It's not illegal, is it? But I wouldn't advise taking no salary per se. Let's say your company makes brings in $100,000. And you decide to take, I say a 33% election. So you decide to take like a $33,000 to $35,000 salary. That's how much you're getting paid. Actually, let's make it lower. Let's make it easy. Company brings in $100,000 to the S-Corp elected LLC. You take a $25,000 owner's draw as your salary. All right. So you're going to be taxed self-employment tax on that $25,000, that leaves $75,000 of income to the company, all right? So what you want to make sure that you're doing, and self-employment tax, just so that you know what it is, on your W-2s, self-employment tax is essentially the same thing as your Medicare and your, your FICA taxes on your paycheck. So you're paying, you, you still pay that as an entrepreneur, but it's called self-employment tax as opposed to Medicare and income tax, all right? So imagine only taking $25,000 worth of salary. Here's another tip. You have a teenager or a child over the age of, I think it's six or maybe eight, Pay them $12,500 in salary. And that's a write-off for $12,500 every year. So you pay uh, your child a salary. It's a tax break. 
And then the remainder of that $75,000 that you have once you take your owner's draw, you are going to pay 15.3% on it. All right. So you're going to be taxed at that rate. But I'm going to tell you how to offset that. That's where your deductions and your write-offs come in. That's where those receipts for business dinners come in. That's where those receipts for your clothes come in. That's where your receipts for your gas and mileage and your vehicle and your office, your home office comes in. I'm pretty sure you can find $75,000 worth, if not more, in eligible write-off to offset that 15.3% tax that you're going to be taxed to the business, okay? Use your expenses to offset that tax. And where people mess up when they don't make the S-Corporation election is they're stuck being taxed as a sole proprietor at whatever tax bracket they are in. So if you're a a six-figure or more earner, multi-six-figure earner, you're being taxed upwards of 28 to 35% across the board on every dime you earn because you failed to make that S corporation election. Whereas if you had taken that same, let's say you make $150,000 a year, if you had taken that and had it paid to your LLC via your EIN number, you pull owner's draws from it and you get the rest taxed at 15.3% and take advantage of your tax write-offs you're gonna succeed. You're gonna save at minimum. I would say, based off of a hundred thousand dollars, you're gonna save at minimum about fifty five hundred compared to just straight sole proprietorship. Again, this is information that I'm going off the dome with that I know. So feel free to go and do your own research and fact check me on anything I say. Talk to your own advisors. Um, beware that there are shady advisors out there that for some reason they get a benefit from pushing you into to C corporations when you just you're not C corp level. Do your own due diligence. There is a book that I recommend. I have it here. I haven't really been there's some things in there I wanted to address, but I put this book up all the time. The Tax and Legal Playbook. This is where. I get my information. I follow Mark J. Collar. He's a CPA and attorney on Facebook. You can follow him on Instagram. But he breaks all this stuff down. But even without him breaking it down, one thing that I want to say too, you want to make that S-Corp election because it impacts your eligibility sometimes for business credit. It helps it. Um, And for me, it's just overall, Keep it brief because it's time for me to get my baby up. S-Corporation election at the federal level is the way to go. If you fail to make a federal election for your tax purposes, you will be taxed accordingly. So yes, you got your LLC. You have your EIN number. The IRS is still going to treat you as a sole proprietorship and tax your ass self-employment tax on every dollar that you make, okay? So you need to take it a step further. Go 
and pull up IRS form 2553-2553. Read there. It comes with instructions. Read it. Make sure you understand it. And then go ahead and file it. They they make it where you, I think you can e-file this form now. I know you can fax it and you can also um, mail it, of course, uh, snail mail. But I, 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 I faxed mine. I haven't tried the e-filing yet. Um, but once you do it, it is permanent. It's not something that you have to do every year. The problem, as I stated before, is if you decide at any point that you no longer want that to be the S-Corporation election, if you take it off, you can't put it back on for five more years. So just keep that in mind. So I won't hold y'all. I got to go fix coffee, get my six-year-old up and ready for school. Alarm system says somebody's outside. So I might need to go get my shotgun because it's early. I'm joking, but it did alert me to that. But anyway, you guys have an amazing day. And this video will be available um, on YouTube shortly. It's going to be available on the podcast. And I thank you guys for tuning in with me this early in the morning. I normally don't do this, but it was on my mind to, um, I've been meaning to make that clarification after I made the first video about S corporations to begin with. So go back, look at that one, and then um, look at this one to supplement. And also make sure you check out last night's video on the eight levels of self-care with the Lux Libra. Dr. Giovanni was on last night and we had a good little conversation. I feel like I should be writing her a check for therapy, honey. It was therapeutic. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I thank you so much for joining me. Talk to y'all later. Let me, let me go see who's at my door. Uh, or, or outside my house this early in the day on morning. It might be just somebody driving by though. All right, YouTube land. I was double broadcasting on um, Instagram. So, you know, Instagram is, is, is something when you're double broadcasting, you have people that come with like randomness. They want they want to hold conversations and they see you focused on a particular subject. So thank you for tuning in also, YouTube land. If there is anything that you have a question on, I mean, drop down in the comments and ask. Um, for me, this really isn't up for debate. This is my preference. So I really don't want you in my comments telling all the reasons why you disagree with me. Just go file your election the way you want to file your election. Simple, right? Or go make your own video about why you think another election of C-Corp or sole proprietorship is better. Just a thought. Because for me, S-Corporation is the way to go. And that's that. I thank you. Again, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications so that you get notified whenever I upload a video. I share. Good morning, Ekado. Good people. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Let's get this money. Goodbye.